News Radio 920 presents The Roundtable Real Estate Simplified with Emilio Despirito, team leader of the Despirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Thank God for my life, for the stars and stripes, may freedom forever fly, and the radio Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Good morning. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. This is your show where you can come and learn about everything you need to know in regards to real estate, buying, selling, flipping, investing, holding, whatever it is you want to do. We're going to be here talking about that. We're also bringing on a bunch of leaders around the country that are talking about business in various topics as well. Okay, so good stuff ahead of us uh, for the rest of the year here. We've got fantastic shows planned today in the studio. We have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Welcome to the Roundtable, Matt. Good morning. Good morning, bud. Thanks for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Matt is uh, one of the top mortgage brokers in the state of Rhode Island and out in Massachusetts. And uh, he's been at it for a while and works with some of the top producing teams and agents in both states and uh, as a wealth of knowledge, I would definitely suggest to check out the rimortgageguy.com if you need to get pre-qualified or if you have any questions for Matt, the rimortgageguy.com. Later on in the show, we're going to be talking about VA rental loans. So if you know any veterans, make sure to have them tune in. This is a very special program for veterans only. (laughs) Yes. It is. It's really great. So we're going to give you a quick education on on how to judge basically a housing market if we're in a seller's market or not, okay? Because we want you to hear the true deal. And, you know, we're always talking about how the mass media has it all wrong. Listen, they're there to sell you. They're there to sell commercials. They're there to sell ad space, you know, all of them. It is what it is, okay? So what we want to do is we want to give you the the, 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 the gut-wrenching truth all the time, good or bad, okay? But let's just start with simple facts, okay? Right? Whenever homes are selling under five months on average, that would constitute a seller's market. Anytime homes are selling between five and seven months is a balanced market, meaning it's good for buyers, good for sellers. Is it, that days on market? Uh, yes. Yep. Okay. Days on market until they get until they're sold. 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 So even yeah, on a contract, they're, they're, it's still... Yeah, I mean, even when they're under contract, they are still going in for backup offers, or if they're under contract, they may be uh, under a Hubbard clause where the buyer of the house has to sell a home and another buyer can come in and kick them out. Right. Okay. And then there's also uh, seven plus months on market is is a buyer's market, okay? So a lot of the towns, and we've been tracking this, a lot of the towns, we're talking uh, North Smithfield, we're talking West Greenwich, we're, we're talking all over the state, guys, are now moving towards a balanced market, which is over five months on market. Okay. Okay? So th- you may be saying, like, well, my neighbor's home across the street went on and sold Oh, there's a couple of reasons for that, okay? If homes are selling in under five months, they're probably prepared correctly, they're probably uh, marketed correctly, and they're, most importantly, priced properly. The days of going and putting your home on the market at a high 
uh, rate, you know, higher than what the market says is not going to help you anymore. It's going to hurt you. Going into a shifting market, you need to know and understand how to play the market correctly. Right now, you are better off at putting your home on fair market value or a little less. Now, homes are still going to appreciate, as we discussed last week, if you heard the show. I do believe homes are still going to appreciate but not at the rate that they did throughout the rest of the year, which was about 11% across the board in Rhode Island, which is intense. I've seen a couple of houses that uh, come to mind like almost immediately whenever we talk about like days on market and how long yeah. it's been. Some houses I've seen go through like four or five like prominent realtors. Yeah. Like really, really good guys that know what they're doing that, you know, and I've seen them and I, I, I've, I'm, I'm led to believe or assume until I hear different that that seller just didn't realize how important it was to price your house properly. Yeah, it's not only that too. It could be the condition of the of the house as well. I mean, right. we're we're ruthless with our clients because like we tell our client like ruthless by meaning we are just so straightforward with them. Some people hate us for it. Most of them, love. if they're our client, they're going to love us for it. That's why they hire us. Right. Right. So we'll go into someone's house and. If there is something going on there that's going to hurt them, we're going to tell them. That's our job. Right. Why withhold that information? Sometimes people get emotional and get upset with us and we don't get the listing. And then they go on the market and then their home doesn't sell. More right. times than, or it sells for a way lower price than what we could have got them. So if you're just tuning in, this is the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. I'm sitting here at the Roundtable with Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. And we're going over uh, the different... The different components that make a market, okay? And basically, in essence, under five months on market is a seller's market. Between five and seven months is a balanced market where it's good for sellers and buyers. Over seven months on market is a buyer's market where definitely buyers have the leverage. Right now, in many areas, we're still in a seller's market, but we do see a shift in fantastic markets, like we said, West Greenwich, uh, North Smithfield and several others around the state that are going into more of a balanced market where homes are sitting on the market a lot longer. This is not a bad thing, guys. Here's what's happening. Inventory is increasing about time because there was not enough homes on the market. Oh, very tough. And buyers were so upset about this. So yeah. upset. They couldn't find anything, so they walked away from the market. Um, it's a tough conversation for me when I get a client pre-approved. Yeah. And get them all set up to go shopping and then kick them back, you know, okay, go, time to go find a house. And then like six months goes by and, and you know, I do my proper follow-ups, but I'm like, all right, you know, every couple, I'm not going to beg, yeah. or, I'm not beg, but I'm not going to hound you about you. I'm like, no, you're doing your thing. So I call the client and they're like, nope, no houses. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's like, oh, well, so annoying. That's when it makes sense for them to be working with a, a very strong listing uh, team Ace. or brokerage or, you know, right. That way you can have, you know, uh, uh, opportunity at the pool of listings that you have on the market. Yeah. I mean, what, what happens when you're dealing with an agent or a brokerage or a, I, I, I don't like to throw a whole brokerage in there because there's agents that work at some really well-known brokerages that I would never, ever hire. Right. That I would never even you know, want to deal with transaction with and don't know what they're doing. But there's also those agents that work for the no-name brokerages that you've never probably heard of, which are fantastic. So don't always go off the brokerage guys when you're hiring. Right. I hate that. I lost a listing one time to um, one of the top national brokerages, right? And 
and this is what they try to sell agents. You come work with us, it's all name, brand recognition, and somewhat is for the consumers that don't know what they're right. talking about. Right, right, right. And and this person called me and said, we're, we decided to go with the largest brokerage in the country. And by the way, they were wrong because the brokerage that they said was the largest brokerage several years back, there's a new one now. <laughs> and then the largest, the, 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 the highest selling brokerage now for uh, units in Rhode Island is now actually HomeSmart. So they were totally wrong on all of that, my right. brokerage, right? That stinks. But long story short, their home didn't sell with that top dog realtor who only sold four properties. Right. And, you're right. And and because they went off the brokerage. And then they took it off the market. They put it back on at a way lower price. Didn't sell with that second broker. I called them. I said, hey, remember me? And they were like, yeah, but we just signed with another broker. Like, what? All right. Okay. Just because they Have a it. good day. Yeah. Have a good day. <laughs> it is. It is what it is, you know? I guess maybe they just didn't like my face or something. It's not nice. I don't, it, it is what it is. If you don't like me, tell me you don't like me. I, I can take it. Not not everyone can win. I'm not for that, by the way. Are you, do you think every kid should get a trophy? No. I hate kids that get trophies that don't deserve it. You spoiled know why? Spoiled brats. Because then they turn to spoiled brats. We have rules in, in my house. I got a seven, uh, I'm sorry, eight month old and a 10 year old. And if they don't win at a game, they lost. We tell them like, look, try something, try this and that next time to win. And it is what it is. Our kids are not going to be sore losers. You don't know the true fact, true feeling of victory until you've felt the true defeat of loss. We're not going to raise losers. And that's what <laughs> I tell people. We're, people are like, wow, you're harsh. No, I am not. I am pre-2000 where we coddled our kids. Uh, whatever. That's a, that's a whole other subject. I just don't believe in the, the kid coddling thing. I think we should be growing strong women, strong men, that can you know carry this country on to where it needs to go. Exactly. Not not people that are scared to ask you know to, to say things. Very like scared to, to for stand up for that, what they believe in. Right. Right. Hey, let's uh we we got to cut to a commercial break in one second because the producer is sending me signals over there. Hey, you can't. That's not nice. You don't even know what she just what she just showed me. All right. Um. <laughs> so Rhode Island, the salary you need to afford the average home for sale in Rhode Island, Matt. Do you know what it is? It's got to be between 60 and 70. Yeah, you're right on. It's, uh, it's actually 69,640 to afford the average home sold in Rhode Island. Now, I'm not so sure I agree with the way vividmaps.com did this because we usually talk in median and the average home sale when they could have wrote this could have been 4350, 400,000, but the median sale price there's half that sold under, half that sold above. That's the the price that we want to talk about, which is about two eighty or so right now in Rhode Island, which is very high. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that is very high. It's higher than it was. I was going to say closer peak. to two, two twenty five to thirty five, something in that range. But you know, after after uh, you know the summer that we had and the spring that we had, it makes sense that we're up to two eighty now. Yeah, no, absolutely. Fantastic time to uh, be putting your home on the market, but keep in mind it's not the same market that it was. So make sure you get the proper information when you are um, when you are when you're buying a property. Hey, I'm going to leave you with this real quick. California, one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to buy the average home out there. That's disgusting. So many people are leaving California. Oh, wow. after all the fires, we've, we've and... sold several homes to people from California that moved here. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, California. They always come home. California is a mess. Yeah, I, I think it's it's got a lot of cool things, but California is a mess. It's a beautiful, beautiful country there. You know, countryside that part of the yeah. the country, but like, 
you know, there's just a lot going on. I mean, you have the whole, the, all the fires is something yeah. that's insane. Well, the real estate is so damn high. I mean, the people in Silicon Valley, like they, Silicon, Silicon, whatever. Is it Silicon or Silicon? They all get trophies over there. They, they all get trophies <laughs> in California. Um, I'm sorry. But whatever. Listen, (laughs) I don't. Listen, stay tuned right here uh, at the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. We're going to be right back with Matt Bates. We're talking about Veterans VA Rental Financing. It's a fantastic new program offered by the RIMortgageGuy.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920 and streaming on WHJJ. News Radio 920 presents the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified with Emilio Despirito. Team leader of the Despirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. This is the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified, and this is your show about everything real estate. We're going to teach you how to leverage all of the, the tools and opportunities and everything out there for real estate. And that's why we have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage in the studio with us today. He's going to let us know about the new program, the new VA Renovations program. program. Yeah. yeah. Happy Sunday, everybody, and happy September. It's my birthday month. So yeah. This is my favorite month of the of the year. Oh, nice. Well, ha- happy birthday. Wow. Yeah. And I'm glad uh, you don't have your birthday suit on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So... Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, this this uh, this show. I wanted to talk about VA renovation loans for a couple of reasons. One, because I really really enjoy VA loans. I mean, I think they're a great uh, f- veterans loans. Right? Yeah, veterans loans. Yep. Um, they are. I feel like they're they're. It gives me. I actually hate the fact that I didn't serve in the military because knowing what I know now and the benefits that you get, especially in my industry, mm-hmm. it, you know, I wish I had had that option because. Um, you know, one, it's good to serve for the country, but two, you know, this loan is fantastic and it really helps the veteran out, um, you know, after they uh, get their eligibility to be able to borrow, you know, from the VA. Um, and uh, so I, I really enjoy it. It's 100 percent financing. Mm-hmm. The rates are really good. And then our closing costs are um, $1,300 cheaper than if you were to do a normal loan. Wow. So they're getting a big break on closing costs mm-hmm. right from the get-go. So that's just a regular VA loan that we really try to do the best job that we can. And no MI, no mortgage insurance. No mortgage insurance. Um, and then, uh, you know, if there's any dis- uh, service-connected disabilities, um, you could get out of uh, the funding fee, which is uh, a version of mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we can get – if anybody has any questions, feel free to talk to me more about it. Um, you know, as far as getting away from a funding fee, what I really wanted to focus on is that VA just came out with uh, a renovation loan, um, mm-hmm. which has been um, something that if, for the last couple of years I've gotten a lot of requests about. You know, veterans calling yeah. me, asking me, hey, do you offer a renovation loan? Um, I mean, most of the time it has to do with they love a house yep. and um, they, they don't want to let it go, but there's something wrong with it that doesn't pass VA guidelines. Like what? Like maybe a ter- ter- there's, ter- there's some previous termite damage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, VA follows a lot of the same guidelines as an FHA mortgage. Okay. So they're really, f- they're really, really focused on s- uh, safety, security, sound, the soundness of the house. Okay. Making sure it's it's a complete house, and for the reason is because they're doing 100% financing. Yeah. So the buyer right off from day one doesn't even really own technically own the doorbell. Until mm-hmm. after the first payment, and mm-hmm. then they own just a little bit of the doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you know, because it's a hundred percent financing, and they they owe a hundred percent of the value of the house to the mortgage company. We want to make sure that there's nothing crazy 
outside of just making the mortgage payment that they're mm-hmm. going to have to take on as far as expenses with the house. Sure. So like roofs, we're going to make sure the roofs are good, the windows are good. We're going to make sure all the different things that uh, we would on any other house, but like we want to really make sure that they don't have to incur any of those expenses. Uh, question for you, Matt. Why do, why wouldn't the seller just take care of it? Like if there was a septic problem or a, you know, a pest problem, why wouldn't the seller well, just take care of it? it? To be honest with you, that's the route that we've gone up until now. Okay. Uh, that was like the only option. Was mm-hmm. it, oh, uh, actually, forgive me. There's two options here. Is the buyer takes on the cost themselves out of pocket yep. and fixes it, or the, they negotiate for the seller to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so, you know, that's, that was the only one, or they walk away from the property. So mm-hmm. those were the options before. Now we've included this element, which is a renovation loan, where if you um, really love a house and there's something that's preventing you from buying it, but it has to get renovated or fixed we can finance it through the mortgage and get mm-hmm. it accomplished. Now, you still might want to negotiate with the seller. You don't have to do a VA renovation loan. Mm-hmm. You can still try to negotiate with the seller to get them fixed. And if they fix it, then it's great. Maybe there's nothing wrong with the house and you just want an updated kitchen. Maybe you just want an updated bathroom. Sweet. Maybe you just want you know, new windows or you know, do something to the house that you'd prefer, you would move into it if it had this item, well, mm-hmm. let's get it that item in there. If it's if that's the if that's the you know the preventing you from closing, well, let's get it fixed. So circling back around um, and asking you in regards to, uh, and I, I want our listeners to know this: there's probably about four different types of sellers that are unable to fix things right. that our buyers would have to actually walk away from. But now our veterans can go in and work with foreclosures. Yep. They can work with short sales. Yep. They can work with estate sales. Cesspools. And now they can work with cesspools. And yep. now they can work with sellers that don't have the funds to pay for these items. Exactly. And, and how does that exactly work as far as what the bank will f- allow the buyer to finance? So we have um, some uh, some p- bullet points, some quick basics that I have. Um, is that uh, finance major, uh, minor remodeling and non-structural repairs? So they can't be. It, it can't be any structural things. Okay. No load-bearing wall mo- moving any, any load-bearing walls. Okay. Just basically cosmetic stuff, floors, appliances, um, oh. f- windows, roof. Interesting. Um, kitchen, bathrooms. Um, the thirty-year fixed um, rate. We also have a five-one arm. Um, primary residence only and one units only. You can only do your primary residence really? and you can only be one unit. Can't what, be multi. What if you bought a multifamily? Could you just fix one unit or is it just a multifamily is disqualified? M- multifamily is disqualified. Condos in or out? Um, Good question, huh? One pro- uh, condos in. This is a brand new program. Brand by the new way, program. I'm still learning mortgage. about it. I haven't written one yet, so I'm really excited about doing one. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, um, but uh, it's, it's up to $35,000 in renovations. Okay. Um, all renovations line. have to be completed within the first 120 days of closing. Wow. Uh, contracts, contractors must be registered with the VA, which Movement Mortgage helps you. So we, you know, we'll help you get through the VA process. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a ton of VA loans in nature. A lot. Um, so one, one of too. our major, one of our headquarters is uh, one of our uh, operation centers is Virginia Beach, which is a huge military. Oh yeah, community. So um, we do. Uh, they just are perfect at VA loans. Like they're their preferred lender down there for mm-hmm. that. So it's all the same people working on my loan. So you know that part of it is should be seamless. Um, and there's two draws issued. I believe there's one at closing and there's one at the end. Um, so the draw is when the contractor gets paid. Yeah, when the contractor gets paid. Oh, yeah. that's good. So yeah, the- uh, one draw to start the project, one draw to pay. When it's completed, is there an extended cost in regards to getting into the VA Reno program versus not? 
a VA or just a regular VA yeah. loan. Um, there's a slight co- cost differences because you have to do a reinspection, which is like 150 bucks. Oh, so awesome. like it, it's hundreds of dollars, not thousands. Yeah. So it's like very minor. In, in the closing, grand scheme of things. In closing costs, okay, what we do is we get our, our clients, I love this for VA, right? With closing costs, you can literally get your clients paid back at closing for any of the prepaids, which would be for inspections, which would be for appraisals. Appraisals, yeah. Get a check back at closing. Yeah. Well, a lot and, of times, nine times out of ten, a lot of my vets get checks back at closing. Oh, yeah. Can, and their deposit back. Can we cover this extra fee for the reno or is that out? Absolutely. You can. So Absolutely, they could yeah. literally spend 150 get the guy in or, or whatever it may be, get the guy in to do the inspection, and then they can get that fee back at closing? Yep, yep. Wow, okay. So hear this, veterans, okay? And this is what we tell all of our veteran buyers. You literally will get all of the money pretty much that you are putting down. You're going to get your inspections money back. You're going to get your uh, appraisal money back. You're going to get your deposit money back. This is true blue, 100% financing. There's no better option out there. No better option. For, you don't have to be a first-time home buyer. None of that. Mm. You just, as long as you veteran. can prove that you're a veteran and that you're, you're, you're honorably discharged or you're still in active service, but you've met the requirements to be able to have a VA loan, um, you can, you have access to all this. Your FICO score needs to be above a 620. Mm-hmm. So like you, there's really no better loan. On. That's why I'm so excited. Cause I'm wow. like, I wish every, you know, I yeah. wish I could write this loan for everybody, but it's only for the veterans and they, you know, it's quite frankly, <laughs> they, deserve, so. they, they deserve it. Yeah. No know, one so. else deserves that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Sorry. Everybody else can put 20% down now. Exactly. There's, there's other programs, 3% down as little as 3% down. Hey Matt, let me ask you another question. Yep. All right. So somebody is VA. They're doing really well for themselves, right? They are going to buy. What? What's? Is there a limit to the amount of home they can buy? Uh, it conforms to the uh, max loan amount of four hundred and fifty-three thousand one hundred. However, that wouldn't stop them if they wanted to buy a million-dollar home, right? They could still lend that four hundred. Yeah, so you could go above that, and there's a calculation that they do. I think it's a certain percentage of the difference you have to bring come as a down payment on top of that. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily be hundred percent financing at that point. Yeah. You know, you'd have to come with some sort of down payment, but you still get the benefits of the VA. Hey, not bad at all. Good stuff, Matt. Uh, besides the RI mortgage guy.com again, the RI mortgage guy.com. I love that. That's got such a good ring. <laughs> the RI mortgage guy.com, um, where you can actually go on and get pre-approved. You can click and, and do a whole application or you can find Matt's contact info on the RI mortgage guy.com. Feel free to check that out. Send anybody VA you know or veterans over there. Or, uh, you know, he also does FHA. He does. Uh, you guys have Rhode Island Housing now. Rhode as Island well. Housing, conventional. FHA, conventional, USDA. Uh, f- both conventionals, both Freddie and Fannie Mae. The whole gamut. Um, yeah, the whole gamut. We really try to make ourselves a well-rounded mortgage company that can kind of, ha- you know, that, that can help anybody that um, is, you know, in a in a need to get finance property, whether it's purchase or refinance. Yeah. Or if you just simply have questions and you're, you know, a year, two years, whatever, if you're never going to buy it, whatever, if you have questions, call Matt, he'll help you out. Matt, what's your phone number? 401-266-4416. Great. That's his off air number. So you won't be calling him on air here, but good stuff. Stay tuned. We've got a fantastic show ahead of us. We're going to be right back here on iHeartRadio, WHJJ, the Roundtable News Radio 920. News Radio 920 presents The Roundtable Real Estate Simplified with Emilio Despirito. 
team leader of the Despirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in to the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. This is your show for everything real estate, guys. It is investing, buying, selling, holding, whatever you need to know. It's going to be discussed here at some point. We're also talking about practical business advice as well, because we believe some of these tips we're sharing can help you in every single part of your life. And we really want to do that. Okay. So in the studio with us, we have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. If you missed the last segment, you can check it out at theroundtableradio.com. And we also have Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking. He is a public speaking coach. This guy's fantastic. I mean, he's he's worked with some Fortune 500 companies. He is absolutely awesome. I actually retained his services myself. Welcome to the show, Peter. Thank you. You're and welcome. That, and that's what we're going to talk about today is your experience so far. So instead of talking about theory and the like, let's talk about practical experience. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't know, how, like, you would have just hit your clicker thing. Click, click, click. So, so... <laughs> So Pete, Matt, you, you, you got it. So you'll appreciate this. So I started my public speaking training with Peter, right? And I never realized how often I said so, like, what what are the other words? Um, you know, um, you know, you're a big one. You know, yeah, I do say you know. Yes, you do. Right. And Peter has this dog clicker thing. Click, click, click. What is it? It's, it's, it's a, a dog, dog training clicker. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. So we watched a video. He asked me to tell a story. Put it on video watched a video and first off the video started with me holding my my nose like my face and it looked so distressed and i never <laughs> and i hope that's not how i start all of my my speaking and he and he goes oh this is priceless and it was it was so funny it really was so funny and then he started clicking that and i swear i would say half of what i was saying was you know or okay or it was amazing and i think about it nonstop. In that three hours we spent together, yeah, did you learn a lot that you didn't know that you didn't know? I did. I learned a so, ton. So you got to stop saying you know because you don't know. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. Thanks, Matt. I gave him the clicker oh. and told him to take it home to his wife. And every time click. he said you know, she can click and just get him out of that habit. So did you give it to her? No. <laughs> no. Nope, nope. That's the last person I want to give it to. I feel like I, you wouldn't get any sleep. I, I, w I would never. She would never let me live it down. <laughs> but I am going to give that to Sarah in my office, our transaction coordinator, because she is always correcting my vocabulary, my grammar. I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm not some one of those people that are too proud. I've got a lot of work to do, brother. I've got a lot of work to do, okay? So I appreciate what you do and what you bring to the table. But there's a lot of other stuff that I didn't realize, and it's actually – Body language. Body language is key because people want to know that you're confident in what you're doing. And if you don't exude that confidence, they don't have confidence in you. Mm -hmm. You have to have it first. And so we even talked about how you even get up out of a chair to approach the speaking. Yeah. Or walking out onto the floor or walking out onto the stage. All that matters. And it makes a great deal of difference. And when we were watching the video of you, we discussed that, and you saw a difference, right, between what you did yeah. and what you were doing by the time the three hours were up. Oh, it, the huge difference, absolutely. But it was very hard getting on the camera the second time around and talking without the, you know. I didn't even know what to say. <laughs> it's funny how that, that uh, it stumps you for a little while and that you're very aware of your, your nose and your ums and your ahs and all those other mm -hmm. fillers that we use that absolutely – 
distract from what you're saying. And, but like I told you, at first you would, just like you said, be very aware of it. But after a while, it's going to fade away. Yes. And uh, even by the end of the session, we saw that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. So do you recommend saying, saying, um, or, you know, or whatever the little phrases are to, as you get your thoughts, just go silent? Just go silent. Just say, be silent for a minute. Just silence is golden, as they say. And silence is probably some of the strongest words you can use in public speaking are none. Right. It's just being quiet for a second. In normal conversation, even like this on the radio, a, a simple um or ah every so often, it's not abnormal and it's not really distracting. But when you're getting up and you're presenting for 15 minutes, a half hour or an hour, and you fill it up with those fillers, it's terribly distracting and people end yep. up not listening to what you're actually saying. Yeah, I would say so too. I was actually recently at a gorgeous wedding, beautiful wedding, and uh, I was watching, see, I just did there, I don't know. So, and you said I would click. do that. Yeah, click. <laughs> You'll change the channel. No, so I, I was literally listening to the speeches that were given by, you know, the different people that were talking about the bride and the groom. And I, I just watched one of them. And the person, fantastic person, got up there, was so damn nervous. And you told me when you get up there and when you're nervous, the crowd's going to feed off of it. When you get up there and you're confident, the crowd is going to feed off of that, right? Exactly. Exactly. It, and it's funny that you bring up... Being at a wedding, yeah. a best man just asked me to help him with his presentation mm. for uh, being the best man at his brother's wedding. And it couldn't have been two hours after he asked me to help him that a father of a bride, different wedding, wow. contacted me and said, can you please help me with my presentation? I wish I would have asked you for two of the weddings that I made speeches at, which completely sucked. I, my speeches were horrible. They're horrible. And it's the same premise whether you're doing a best man or a father I can, speech or doing a presentation in front of a thousand business people. I get incredibly nervous for the person that's nervous when yeah, you get right? up there and you're like, oh my God, I have goosebumps for that person because it's that embarrassing or that, <laughs> yeah. that nerve wracking. Yeah. And then they say something that, you know, hey, I just said, you know, again, <laughs> but you, they say something that's, that's the, the showstopper, <laughs> bad stuff. My, I get like, Ooh. Right, look, you feel. You I feel looked. I looked down on the ground. And I'm like. I'm like looking behind me. Does anybody say what's something going about on the right bachelor now? party? Like, oh, yeah. they insult the bride. You yeah. wonder why yeah, it yeah. went bad. <laughs> Wedding it's, over. This happens all the time, and you know we're looking at it because we've uh. all been there with the the best man or whomever, and they start saying things they shouldn't say. One, they've had a couple of drinks. Two, they're nervous, so yeah. their adrenaline's just flying through their body and they start saying stuff they shouldn't say and, and in their heads they're going god i shouldn't be saying this as they say more of it and it becomes a non-stop thing yeah. it happens all the verbal time but unfortunately everywhere. that also happens on stage or at a business meeting oh my god i've blown plenty of business meetings too it's fantastic i was fantastic at that getting better getting a lot better yeah, you'll get there. I, I would you'll say get there. that if you practice and you re you read it through the time before you know as you're preparing for yeah. it, and you, I even read times that I've had to speak publicly. I didn't do the best job. I should have probably retained your services for that. But <laughs> you know, I I felt more confident after you know I even was in my house saying it out loud to myself. Sure, you know, exactly. Just just going over, saying the words, making sure they don't fumble out of my mouth. <laughs> rehearsing is key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rehearsing is key. I have video. And my wife remembers this clearly. When I started the radio program, 
Okay. I have video of myself in my kitchen, you know, like, hi, this is Emilio at the round table, but it is God awful. And I saved it. It is so bad. I might put that on the website. I might put that on the roundtableradio.com. If you're lucky, it's going to be on there. You might want to check that out. I think that's a great idea. So bad. But that, that'll go to show how confident you are now in yourself and your abilities and everything else, mm-hmm. that you can put those outtakes, if you will, those rehearsals, those bloopers. I laugh at myself daily, Peter. It's, <laughs> you should. Yeah. It's, it's just the way life is. But go <laughs> ahead and do that because we all practice. And when we think someone's just getting up there and winging it and look how great they, they are, they're yeah. not winging it. No. They rehearsed at home or in their office, just like you said, in their car, wherever. Although it's incredibly impressive when someone goes up without either having something to read off of and they just go off the cuff and they do a really great job and or because they practice yeah. so it's much. It's because they practice. Yeah. It's generally not off the cuff. Right. It really isn't. How do, like, somebody has questions or if they want to take part in your training seminars or one-on-ones, how do they reach you? They can just go to PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. All my contact information's there. They can register for workshops right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it's one-to-one workshops or corporate training, we can we can help them out. PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. Wonderful. Peter, thanks for coming on the roundtable. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And, uh, hey, guys, we're going to be right back with the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. Matt, thanks, by the way, for being part of this. You got it. You're the man. All right, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on News Radio 920. News Radio 920 presents The Roundtable, Real Estate Simplified, with Emilio Despirito, team leader of the Despirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Thank you for tuning in today on The Roundtable, Real Estate Simplified. This is your show for everything real estate, buying, selling, investing, whatever you decide to do. If you're looking for different avenues to invest your money, real estate might be a key way to do that. So uh, in the studios with us today, we had Matt Bates with Move mortgage. He had a fantastic segment on VA renovation loans, so veteran renovation loans. You can check out the rimortgageguy.com for more information about that or to get a pre-approval. And uh, we also have Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking. He's a public speaking coach. uh, Fantastic at that, I may say. And I actually hired him myself. He's got some different events and workshops uh, that you may be interested in. You want to tell us about those? Be happy to. Thanks so much. You're welcome. The workshops... We have one a month, and okay. they revolve. And one is on actually creating a presentation because a lot of people don't realize that there are actually formats for creating effective presentations. They yeah. think you just get up there and speak, and that's not it by any stretch of the imagination. No. So once creating the presentation, another is delivering it. Mm-hmm. You've got to deliver it well. You have to show the confidence. You have to engage people, connect with them. And then, of course, the third one that we offer is for those people who haven't even gotten that far yet because they're too nervous. If they have a fear of public speaking, we can show them how to really easily get the knowledge of overcoming it. They're not going to leave three hours later and no longer be fearful of public speaking, but they'll know how they can progress and work on that to yeah. the point where whether it's on stage, whether it's in a business meeting, or even just presenting to prospects, pitching mm-hmm. to prospects they can get over those nerves. Or I'll take that back. They won't get over the nerves. They'll learn how to handle them and work within them. Sure. It's like anything else. Yeah. Yeah, Most people who speak on stage, even people like Tony Robbins, probably the most prolific speaker of our generation, is nervous before speaking. And Mm -hmm. if he can be nervous, 
so can we. Didn't you tell me that he jumps on a five-foot trampoline? Yeah, he takes a trampoline with him, and he jumps on that to convert his nervous energy into positive energy before he goes out and speaks. That would be a funny sight, being backstage, seeing Tony Robbins, that big behemoth man. He's huge. Yeah, he's like 6'7", shoulders huge. like a, a refriger- refrigerator. He's yeah, he's huge. a big guy. What a great guy, though. A huge guy jumping on a trampoline. I would laugh. That's awesome. We all do it. I pace back and forth. Yeah. and convert it from nervous energy into positive energy. And just about the time I get on stage to speak, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I squeeze my hands. like yeah. ah, All different ways of doing energy it. out, yeah. Huh, that's funny. So uh, where can they find this events calendar out? Just go to petergeorgepublicspeaking.com. Okay. And right at the top in the middle, they'll see a link that says workshops. Click on that. It'll give them both the workshops that we have, again, one a month, and events where I'm speaking whether it's to help with public speaking, like at a chamber, yep. possibly, or something like that, or if I'm speaking at a corporation or other event. That's awesome. PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. You know you should talk with our friend at riblogger.com. You should jump on her website. You can submit events for free. I didn't know that. I'll definitely do that. Well, you, you clearly haven't heard that segment of the show then. I, and I did hear it, she, and I didn't pay that close attention to how uh, I could I'm interact. Just, I'm just messing with you, but that was a perfect segue. Thank you for being a part of that into uh, Jennifer Jaber's actually calling in right now. And good morning. Welcome back to the Roundtable, Real Estate Simplified. We've got Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com on air, on the line with us, talking about the top five events here in Rhode Island. Jennifer, thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. What's happening? Well, it's a really exciting time of the year because all the fall festivals are happening. So sure is. On, yeah, they're my favorite. So I picked out five to talk about today, but if you go to a recent, our recent blog post, there's a bunch there, too. So... Um, and if we missed any, uh, please submit the events there as well. Nice. But to start, we have on um, Saturday, September 22nd, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., is the Fall Festival at Seven Cedars Farm in Smithfield. Um, the day will feature family fun for all ages, including face painting, bouncy houses, crafters, vendors, food, music, and much more. So um, I have not been to that one, so I intend to go this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the 29th is another favorite fall festival at Spring Hill Sugar House in Richmond. It's a great one. I have been to this one. Um, and it's, again, family fun for all ages. They have antique fire engines, tractors, trucks, and cars. There'll be animals, uh, face painting, and live music from 1 to 3 by Matt Cairns, um, and much, much more. And there's also great stuff for purchase. So, um, And, of course, you can get some maple syrup, which is delicious. Mm. Uh, Saturday, October 6th, is the Bristol State Street Fair and Art Festival from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, State Street in downtown Bristol will come alive with music, and the streets will be lined with local artists, crafters, vendors, all selling their unique goods. Um, it's a free family fun event, so you can come out. It's a great way also to support the local artists of Rhode Island, so attending these events is important you know, to their success as well. Sure. Beautiful down there, too. Yeah, and, and the weekend, I also didn't realize that October 6th is... Uh, Columbus Day weekend, which I feel like mm. is earlier this year. It's usually like the 10th, 11th. Yeah, so. it's usually around the 12th, the 10th, the 12th. You're right. Yeah, so so plan ahead because it's the 6th to the 8th, and it's also the 52nd annual Situate Arts Festival on the Village Green in North Smithfield. Um, it's Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Monday from 10 to 4 p.m. And it's an awesome festival for artwork. I mean, they're juried fine arts, so there's 
plenty to find the entire... Have you been to that one? No, I have not. Wait, 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 wait. The Situate Art Festival, you said? Yeah. That's yeah. in... Did you say North Smithfield? I thought you said oh, the Situate Art... Yeah, I, I think you said it's in North Smithfield. I was, I was a little stumped. I was yeah, like, sorry. when did they... When did they change that over? Yeah, no, it's on the Village Green in Situate. Okay, I that makes have, more uh, sense. I, I may have said that, though. I've driven Sorry. through it on the way to showings, but I've never actually taken the time to go in there. It looked really nice. Yeah, they have um, you know, entertainment the entire time, a huge food court, tons of craft and fine arts. So you can just walk in up and down that street. Oh, I forgot the name of the street, but there's plenty of, plenty of stuff to do for all ages again. Who needs to know the and, name uh, of streets? you got GPS. They GPS everywhere. You know, I don't even know yeah, the right. name of my street. I do. I know. Yeah. Seriously, I know. Sometimes it's so it's bad. Like when they re, the problem is that when they um, renumber the exits, and uh, Dury doesn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, it throws everything off. You know, good yeah. old Rhode Island. Yeah. And I have, uh, one more October 6th is the Wakefield Oktoberfest on Main Street. Um, it's the third annual Oktoberfest, and it features a day of live music, street performers, dancing, vendors, original art, uh, kids' games, and they'll do the River Fire that same day there'll be food and drink and loads of family fun all day long and that's from 12 p.m to 11 p.m so it's pretty much the whole day uh there'll be visits from the big nazu characters paw patrol characters disney princesses um and obviously authentic german cuisine and beer as well as special performances so it's a great day too right on main street in wakefield nice that does sound like a good time and yeah, I went last year. It's pretty great. Yeah, Wakefield's a beautiful place, too. I love those small Main Street areas, East Greenwich, you know, Wakefield, Bristol, Warren, um, you know, God, we're at Westerly. Uh, One Socket used to have a gorgeous Main Street, and they're really doing a wonderful job down there at the Stadium Theater, reviving that. You know, Cerro's Stadium Theater, go down to Chan's. Um, what a what a gorgeous place! The train station down there where you can do the Polar Express. So they're doing a lot of fun, great things down there in Woonsocket. But um, yeah, what a, what if if I missed? Did I miss any of the towns with main streets? I don't know. I don't think so. You did a pretty good job. All right, good stuff. Check it all out at riblogger.com. Thank you very much, Jen. Thanks. Have a great week. You're welcome. You too. Hey, thanks for tuning in today on the Roundtable. Check it all out at theroundtableradio.com. You can message me through the contact section or. Feel free to call me direct. I'm here to help you out with any real estate needs in Rhode Island, and my team also covers Massachusetts. 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. A fantastic market right now for sellers and buyers alike. 401-359-2338. Thank you so much, Peter George, public speaking coach, as well as Christina, our producer, Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, Jennifer Jaber with RhodeIslandBlogger.com. And again, you, our listeners, for keeping us alive here and going for three years, Rhode Island's number one real estate show. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. News Radio 920 presents The Roundtable Real Estate Simplified with Emilio Despirito, team leader of the Despirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Thank God for my life, for the stars and stripes, may freedom forever fly, and the radio world. Here's Emilio Despirito. Good morning. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. This is your show where you can come and learn about everything you need to know in regards to real estate, buying, selling, flipping, investing, holding, whatever it is you want to do. We're going to be here talking about that. We're also bringing on a bunch of leaders around the country that are talking about business 
in various topics as well. Okay, so good stuff ahead of us uh, for the rest of the year here. We've got fantastic shows planned today in the studio. We have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Welcome to the Roundtable, Matt. Good morning. Good morning, bud. Thanks for being here with Thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Matt is uh, one of the top mortgage brokers in the state of Rhode Island and out in Massachusetts. And uh, he's been at it for a while and works with some of the top producing teams and agents in both states and uh, has a wealth of knowledge. I would definitely suggest to check out the rimortgageguy.com if you need to get pre-qualified or if you have any questions for Matt, the rimortgageguy.com. Dot com. Later on in the show, we're going to be talking about VA reno loans. So if you know any Brand veterans, new. make sure to have them tune in. This is a very special program for veterans only. Okay. <laughs> yes. It is. Yeah. It's really great. So we're going to give you a quick education on, on how to judge basically a housing market if we're in a seller's market or not, okay? Because we want you to hear the true deal and... You know, we're always talking about how the mass media has it all wrong. Listen, they're there to sell you. They're there to sell commercials. They're there to sell ad space, you know, all of them. It is what it is, okay? So what we want to do is we want to give you the the, 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 the gut-wrenching truth all the time, good or bad, okay? But let's just start with simple facts, okay, right? Whenever homes are selling under five months on average, that would constitute a seller's market, Anytime homes are selling between five and seven months is a balanced market, meaning it's good for buyers, good for sellers. Is and, that days on market? Uh, yes. Yep. Okay. Days on market until they get until they're sold. 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 So even yeah, on a contract, it's still. Yeah, I mean, even when they're under contract, they are still going in for backup offers, or if they're under contract, they may be. Uh, under a Hubbard clause where the buyer of the house has to sell a home and another buyer can come in and kick them out. Right. Okay. And then there's also uh, seven plus months on market is is a buyer's market. Okay. So a lot of the towns, and we've been tracking this, a lot of the towns, we're talking uh, North Smithfield, we're talking West Greenwich, we're, we're talking all over the state, guys, are now moving towards a balanced market, which is over five months on market. Okay. Okay. So the, you may be saying like, well, my neighbor's home across the street went on and sold. Oh, there's a couple of reasons for that. Okay. If homes are selling in under five months, they're probably prepared correctly. They're probably uh, marketed correctly. And they're most importantly priced properly. The days of going and putting your home on the market at a high uh, rate, you know, higher than what the market says is not going to help you anymore. It's going to hurt you. Going into a shifting market, you need to know and understand how to play the market correctly. Right now, you are better off at putting your home on fair market value or a little less. Now, homes are still going to appreciate, as we discussed last week, if you heard the show. I do believe homes are still going to appreciate, but not at the rate that they did throughout the rest of the year, which was about 11% across the board in Rhode Island, which is intense. I've seen a couple of houses that uh, come to mind like almost immediately whenever we talk about like days on market and how long yeah. it's been. Some houses I've seen go through like four or five like prominent realtors. Yeah. Like really, really good guys that know what they're doing that, you know, and I've seen them and I, I, I've, I'm, I'm led to believe or assume until I hear different that that seller just 
didn't realize how important it was to price your house properly. Yeah, it's not only that too. It could be the condition of the of the house as well. I mean, right. we're we're ruthless with our clients because like we tell our client like ruthless by meaning we are just so straightforward with them. Some people hate us for it. Most of them, love. if they're our client, they're going to love us for it. That's why they hire us. Right. Right. So we'll go into someone's house and. If there is something going on there that's going to hurt them, we're going to tell them. That's our job. Right. Why withhold that information? Sometimes people get emotional and get upset with us and we don't get the listing. And then they go on the market and then their home doesn't sell. More right. times than or it sells for a way lower price than what we could have got them. So if you're just tuning in, this is the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. I'm sitting here at the Roundtable with Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. And we're going over uh, the different the different components that make a market, okay? And basically, in essence, under five months on market is a seller's market. Between five and seven months is a balanced market where it's good for sellers and buyers. Over seven months on market is a buyer's market where definitely buyers have the leverage. Right now, in many areas, we're still in a seller's market, but we do see a shift in fantastic markets. Like we said, West Greenwich, uh, North Smithfield and several others around the state that are going into more of a balanced market where homes are sitting on the market a lot longer. This is not a bad thing, guys. Here's what's happening. Inventory is increasing about time because there was not enough homes on the market. Oh, very tough. And buyers were so upset about this. So yeah. upset. They couldn't find anything, so they walked away from the market. Um, it's a tough conversation for me when I get a client pre-approved. Yeah. And get them all set up to go shopping and then kick them back, you know, okay, go, time to go find a house. And then like six months goes by and, and you know, I do my proper follow-ups, but I'm like, all right, you know, every couple, I'm not going to beg, yeah. or, not beg, but I'm not going to hound you, bother you. I'm like, no, you're doing your thing. So I call the client and they're like, nope, no houses. I'm like, it's, yeah. it's like, oh, well, so annoying. That's when it makes sense for them to be working with a, a very strong listing uh, team Eight. or brokerage or, you know, right. That way you can have, you know, uh, uh, opportunity at the pool of listings that you have on the market. Yeah. I mean, what, what happens when you're dealing with an agent or a brokerage or a, I, I, I don't like to throw a whole brokerage in there because there's agents that work at some really well-known brokerages that I would never, ever hire, Right. that I would never even you know, want to deal with transaction with and don't know what they're doing. But there's also those agents that work for the no-name brokerages that you've never probably heard of, which are fantastic. So don't always go off the brokerage, guys, when you're hiring. Right. I hate that. I lost a listing one time to um, one of the top national brokerages, right? And and this is what they try to sell agents. You come work with us. It's all name, brand recognition, and somewhat is for the consumers that don't know what they're right. talking about. Right, right, right. And and this person called me and said, we're, we decided to go with the largest brokerage in the country. And by the way, they were wrong because the brokerage that they said was the largest brokerage several years back. There's a new one now. <laughs> and then the large, the, 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 the highest selling brokerage now for... Uh, units in Rhode Island is now actually HomeSmart. So they were totally wrong on all of that, my right. brokerage, right? That stinks. But long story short, their home didn't sell with that top dog realtor who only sold four properties. Right. And, right? And and because they went off the brokerage. And then they took it off the market. They put it back on at a way lower price. Didn't sell with that second broker. I called them. I said, hey, remember me? And they were like, yeah, but we just signed with another broker. Like, what? All right. Okay. Just because they Have a good day. Yeah. Have a good day. <laughs> it is it is what it is, you know? I guess maybe they just didn't like my face or something. It's not nice. 
I don't. It, it is what it is. If you don't like me, tell me you don't like me. I, I can take it. Not not everyone can win. I'm not for that, by the way. Are you? Do you think every kid should get a trophy? No. I hate kids that get trophies that don't deserve it. You spoiled know why? Spoiled brats. Because then they turn to spoiled brats. We have rules in in my house. I got a seven. Uh, I'm sorry, eight month old and a ten year old. And if they don't win at a game, they lost. We tell them like, look, try something, try this and that next time to win. And it is what it is. Our kids are not going to be sore losers. You don't know the true fact, true feeling of victory until you've felt the true defeat of loss. We're not going to raise losers. And that's what I tell people. We're, people are like, wow, you're harsh. No, I am not. I am pre-2000 where we coddled our kids. Uh, whatever. That's a, that's a whole other subject. I just don't believe in the, the kid coddling thing. I think we should be growing strong women, strong men. That, that can you know carry this country on to where it needs to go exactly not not people that are scared to ask you know to, to say things very like scared to, to for stand up for what they believe in right right hey let's uh we we gotta cut to a commercial break in one second because the producer is sending me signals over there hey you can't that's not nice you don't even know what she just what she just showed me all right um <laughs> so rhode island the salary you need to afford the average home for sale in rhode island matt do you know what it is it's got to be between 60 and 70. Yeah, you're right on. It's, uh, it's actually 69,640 to afford the average home sold in Rhode Island. Now, I'm not so sure I agree with the way vividmaps.com did this because we usually talk in median and the average home sale when they could have wrote this could have been 4350, 400,000, but the median sale price there's half that sold under, half that sold above. That's the the price that we want to talk about, which is about two eighty or so right now in Rhode Island, which is very high. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that is very high. It's higher than it was. I was going to say closer peak. to two, two twenty five to thirty five, something in that range. But you know, after after uh, you know the summer that we had and the spring that we had, it makes sense that we're up to two eighty now. Yeah, no, absolutely. Fantastic time to uh, be putting your home on the market, but keep in mind it's not the same market that it was. So make sure you get the proper information when you are um, when you are when you're buying a property. Hey, I'm going to leave you with this real quick. California, one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to buy the average home out there. That's disgusting. So many people are leaving California. Oh, wow. after all the fires, we've and... sold several homes to people from California that moved here. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, California. They always come home. California is a mess. Yeah, I, I think it's it's got a lot of cool things, but California is a mess. It's a beautiful, beautiful country there. You know, countryside that part of the yeah. the country, but like, you know, there's just a lot going on. I mean, you have the whole, the all the fires is something yeah. that's insane. Well, but. the real estate is so damn high. I mean, the people in Silicon Valley, like they Silicon, Silicon, whatever. Is it silicon or silicon? They all get trophies over there. They all get trophies <laughs> in California. Um, I'm sorry, but <laughs> whatever. L- listen, <laughs> I don't. Listen, stay tuned right here uh, at the Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. We're going to be right back with Matt Bates. We're talking about Veterans VA Reno Financing. It's a fantastic new program offered by the RIMortgageGuy.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on News Radio 920 and streaming on WHJJ. News Radio 920 presents The Roundtable Real Estate Simplified with Emilio Despirito, team leader of the Despirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. This is The Roundtable Real Estate Simplified, and this is your show about everything real estate. We're going to teach you how to leverage 
all of the the tools and opportunities and everything out there for real estate. And that's why we have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage in the studio with us today. He's going to let us know about the new program, the new VA renovations program. program. Yeah. yeah. Happy Sunday, everybody, and happy September. It's my birthday month. So yeah. This is my favorite month of the of the year. Oh, nice. Well, ha- happy birthday. Wow. Yeah. And I'm glad uh, you don't have your birthday suit on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I, I wanted to talk about uh, this this uh, this show. I wanted to talk about VA renovation loans for a couple of reasons. One, because I really really enjoy VA loans. I mean, I think they're a great uh, financing. Loans, right? Yeah, veterans loans. Yep. Um, they are. I feel like they're they're. It gives me. I actually hate the fact that I didn't serve in the military. Because knowing what I know now and the benefits that you get, especially in my industry, mm-hmm. you know, I wish I had had that option because, um, you know, one, it's good to serve for the country, but two, you know, this loan is fantastic and it really helps the veteran out, um, you know, after they uh, get their eligibility to be able to borrow, you know, from the VA. Um, and uh, so I, I really enjoy it. It's 100% financing. Mm-hmm. The rates are really good. And then our closing costs are um $1,300 cheaper than if you were to do a normal loan. Wow. So they're getting a big break on closing costs mm-hmm. right from the get-go. So that's just a regular VA loan that we really try to do the best job that we can. And no MI, no mortgage insurance. No mortgage insurance. Um, and then, uh, you know, if there's any dis- uh, service-connected disabilities, um, you could get out of uh, the funding fee, which is uh, a version of mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we can get – if anybody has any questions, feel free to talk to me more about it. Um, you know, as far as getting away from a funding fee, what I really wanted to focus on is that VA just came out with uh, a renovation loan, um, mm-hmm. which has been um, something that if, for the last couple of years I've gotten a lot of requests about. You know, veterans calling yeah. me, asking me, hey, do you offer a renovation loan? Um, I mean, most of the time it has to do with they love a house yep. and um, they, they don't want to let it go, but there's something wrong with it that doesn't pass VA guidelines. Like what? Like maybe a ter- ter- there's, ter- there's some previous termite damage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, VA follows a lot of the same guidelines as an FHA mortgage. Okay. So they're really, f- they're really, really focused on s- uh, safety, security, sound, the soundness of the house. Okay. Making sure it's it's a complete house, and for the reason is because they're doing 100% financing. Yeah. So the buyer right off from day one doesn't even really own technically own the doorbell. Until mm-hmm. after the first payment, and mm-hmm. then they own just a little bit of the doorbell. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you know, because it's a hundred percent financing, and they they owe a hundred percent of the value of the house to the mortgage company. We want to make sure that there's nothing crazy outside of just making the mortgage payment that they're mm-hmm. going to have to take on as far as expenses with the house. Sure. So, like roofs, we're going to make sure the roofs are good, the windows are good. We're going to make sure all the different things that uh, we would on any other house, but like we want to really make sure that they don't have to incur any of those expenses. Uh, question for you, Matt. Why do, why wouldn't the seller just take care of it? Like if there was a septic problem or a, you know, a pest problem, why wouldn't the seller well, just take care of it? it? To be honest with you, that's the route that we've gone up until now. Okay. Uh, that was like the only option. Was mm-hmm. it, or actually, forgive me. There's two options here: is the buyer takes on the cost themselves out of pocket, yeah, and fixes it, or the, they negotiate for the seller to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so, you know, that's that was the only one, or they walk away from the property. So mm-hmm. those were the options before. Now we've included this element, which is a renovation loan, where if you um, really love a house and there's something that's preventing you from buying it, 
that has to get renovated or fixed, we can finance it through the mortgage and get mm-hmm. it accomplished. Now, you still might want to negotiate with the seller. You don't have to do a VA renovation loan. Mm-hmm. You can still try to negotiate with the seller to get them fixed. And if they fix it, then it's great. Maybe there's nothing wrong with the house and you just want an updated kitchen. Maybe you just want an updated bathroom. Sweet. Maybe you just want you know new windows or you know do something to the house that you'd prefer, you would move into it if it had this item, well, mm-hmm. let's get it that item in there. If it's if that's the if that's the you know the preventing you from closing, well, let's get it fixed. So circling back around um, and asking you in regards to, uh, and I, I want our listeners to know this: there's probably about four different types of sellers that are unable to fix things right. that our buyers would have to actually walk away from. But now our veterans can go in and work with foreclosures. Yep. They can work with short sales. Yep. They can work with estate sales. Cesspools. And now they can work with cesspools. And yep. now they can work with sellers that don't have the funds to pay for these items. Exactly. And, and how does that exactly work as far as what the bank will f- allow the buyer to finance? So we have um, some uh, some p- bullet points, some quick basics that I have. Um, is that uh, finance major, uh, minor remodeling and non-structural repairs? So they can't be it, it can't be any structural things. Okay. No load-bearing wall mo- moving any, any load-bearing walls. Okay. Just basically cosmetic stuff, floors, appliances, um, oh. windows, roof, interesting, um, kitchen, bathrooms. Um, the thirty-year fixed um, rate. We also have a five-one arm. Um, primary residence only and one units only. You can only do your primary residence really? and you can only be one unit. Can't what, be multi. What if you bought a multifamily? Could you just fix one unit or is it just a multifamily is disqualified? M- multifamily is disqualified. Condos in or out? Um, Good question, huh? One pro- uh, condos in. This is a brand new program. Brand by the new way, program. I'm still learning mortgage. about it. I haven't written one yet, so I'm really excited about doing one. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, um, but uh, it's, it's up to $35,000 in renovations. Okay. Um, all renovations line. have to be completed within the first 120 days of closing. Wow. Uh, contracts, contractors must be registered with the VA, which Movement Mortgage helps you. So we, you know, we'll help you get through the VA process. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a ton of VA loans in nature. A lot. Um, so one, one of too. our major, one of our headquarters is uh, one of our uh, operation centers is Virginia Beach, which is a huge military. Oh yeah, community. So um, we do. Uh, they just are perfect at VA loans. It's like they're their preferred lender down there for mm-hmm. that. So it's all the same people working on my loan. So you know that part of it is should be seamless. Um, and there's two draws issued. I believe there's one at closing and there's one at the end. Um, so the draw is when the contractor gets paid. Yeah, when the contractor gets paid. Oh, yeah. that's good. So yeah, the- uh, one draw to start the project, one draw to pay. When it's completed. Is there an extended cost in regards to getting into the VA rental program versus not? A VA or just a regular VA yeah. loan? Um, there's a slight co- cost differences because you have to do a reinspection, which is like 150 bucks. Oh, so awesome. like it, it's hundreds of dollars, not thousands. Yeah. So it's like very minor in, in closing, the grand scheme of things. In closing costs, okay, what we do is we get our, our clients, I love this for VA, right? With closing costs... You can literally get your clients paid back at closing for any of the prepaids, which would be for inspections, which would be for appraisals. Appraisal, yeah. Get a check back at closing. Yeah. Well, a lot and, of times, nine times out of ten, a lot of my vets get checks back at closing. Oh, yeah. Can, and their deposit back. Can we cover this extra fee for the reno or is that out? Absolutely. You can. So they could literally spend 150, get the guy in or, or whatever it may be, get the guy in to do the inspection and then they can get that fee back at closing. Yep. 
Yep. Wow. Okay. So hear this, veterans. Okay. And this is what we tell all of our veteran buyers. You literally will get all of the money pretty much that you are putting down. You're going to get your inspections money back. You're going to get your uh, appraisal money back. You're going to get your deposit money back. This is true blue 100% financing. There's no better option out there. No better option. For, you don't have to be a first-time home buyer. None of that. Mm. You just, as long as you veteran. can prove that you're a veteran and that you're 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 honorably discharged, or you're still in active service, but you've met the requirements to be able to have a VA loan, um, you can you have access to all this. Your FICO score needs to be above a 620. Mm-hmm. So like, you, you, there's really no better loan. That's why I'm so excited because I'm like, wow. I wish every, you know, I yeah. wish I could write this loan for everybody, but it's only for the veterans and they, you know, quite frankly, <laughs> they deserve so. they they deserve it. Yeah, no know? one so, else deserves that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm absolutely. Sorry. Everybody else can put 20 percent down now. Exactly. There's, there's other programs. <laughs> 3% down, as little as 3% down. Hey, Matt, let me ask you another question. Yep. All right, so somebody is VA. They're doing really well for themselves, right? They are going to buy. What? What's? Is there a limit to the amount of home they can buy? Uh, it conforms to the uh, max loan amount of 453100 However, that wouldn't stop them if they wanted to buy a million-dollar home, right? They could still lend that 400 and Yeah, so you could go above that, and there's a calculation that they do. I think it's a certain percentage of the difference you have to bring, come as a down payment on top of that. Um, so it wouldn't necessarily be 100% financing at that point. Yeah. You know, you'd have to come with some sort of down payment, but you still get the benefits of the VA. Hey, not bad at all. Good stuff, Matt. Uh, besides the RIMortgageGuy.com, again, the RIMortgageGuy.com. I love that. That's got such a good ring. <laughs> the RIMortgageGuy.com, um, where you can actually go on and get pre approved. You can click and, and do a whole application, or you can find Matt's contact info on the RIMortgageGuy.com. Feel free to check that out. Send anybody VA you know or veterans over there. Or, uh, you know, he also does FHA. He does. Uh, you guys have Rhode Island Housing now. Rhode Island well. Housing, FHA, conventional, conventional USDA. Uh, f- both conventional is both Freddie and Fannie Mae. The whole gamut. Um, yeah, whole gamut. We really try to make ourselves a well-rounded mortgage company that can kind of, ha- you know, that, that can help anybody that um, is, you know, in a in a need to get finance property, whether it's purchase or refinance. Yeah. Or if you just simply have questions and you're, you know, a year, two years, whatever, if you're never going to buy it, whatever, if you have questions, call Matt, he'll help you out. Matt, what's your phone number? 401-266-4416. Great. That's his off air number. So you won't be calling him on air here, but good stuff. Stay tuned. We've got a fantastic show ahead of us. We're going to be right back here on iHeartRadio, WHJJ, the Roundtable News Radio 920. News Radio 920 presents The Roundtable Real Estate Simplified with Emilio Despirito, team leader of the Despirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in to The Roundtable Real Estate Simplified. This is your show for everything real estate, guys. It is investing, buying, selling, holding, whatever you need to know. It's going to be discussed here at some point. We're also talking about practical business advice as well because we believe. Some of these tips we're sharing can help you in every single part of your life, and we really want to do that. Okay, so in the studio with us, we have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. If you missed the last segment, you can check it out at theroundtableradio.com. And we also have Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking. He is a public speaking coach. This guy is fantastic. I mean, he's he's worked with some Fortune 500 companies. He is absolutely awesome. I actually retained his services myself. Welcome to the show, Peter. Thank you. You're and that, welcome. And that's what we're going to talk about today is 
your experience so far. So instead of talking about theory and the like, let's talk about practical experience. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't know, like, you would have just hit your clicker thing. Click, click, click. So, 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 Pete, Matt, you, you, you got it. So, you'll appreciate this. So, I started my public speaking training with Peter, right? And I never realized how often I said, so, like, what, what are the other words? Um, you know, um, you know is your big one. You know, yeah, I do say, you know. Yes, you do. Right? <laughs> And Peter has this dog clicker thing. Click, click, click. What is it? It's, it's, it's a, a dog, dog training clicker. That's all it is. Yeah. It's hilarious. So we watched a video. He asked me to tell a story. Put it on video. Watched a video. And first off, the video started with me holding my, my nose, like my face, and it looked so distressed. And I never <laughs> – and I hope that's not how I start all of my, my speaking and he and he goes, oh, this is priceless, and it was it was so funny. It really was so funny. And then he started clicking that, and I swear, I would say half of what I was saying was you know or okay or it was amazing. And I think about it nonstop. In that three hours we spent together, yeah, did you learn a lot that you didn't know that you didn't know? I did. I learned a so, ton. So you got to stop saying you know because you don't know. Ah, oh, man. I uh, know. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I gave him the clicker oh. and told him to take it home to his wife. And every time he said you know, she can click and just get him out of that habit. So did you give it to her? No. <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. That's the last person I want to give it to. I feel like I, you wouldn't get any sleep. I, I, I would never. She would never let me live it down. <laughs> but I am going to give that to Sarah in my office, our transaction coordinator, because she's always correcting my vocabulary, my grammar. I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm not some one of those people that are too proud. I've got a lot of work to do, brother. I've got a lot of work to do. Okay. So I appreciate what you do and what you bring to the table. But there's a lot of other stuff that I didn't realize. And it's actually... Body language. Body language is key because people want to know that you're confident in what you're doing. And if you don't exude that confidence, they don't have confidence in you. Mm -hmm. You have to have it first. And so we even talked about how you even get up out of a chair to approach the speaking. Yeah. Or walking out onto the floor or walking out onto the stage. All that matters. And it makes a great deal of difference. And when we were watching the video of you... We discussed that, and you saw a difference, right, between what you did yeah. and what you were doing by the time the three hours were up. Oh, it, the huge difference, absolutely. But it was very hard getting on the camera the second time around and talking without the, you know. I didn't even know what to say. <laughs> it's funny how that, that uh, it stumps you for a little while and that you're very aware of your, your nose and your ums and your ahs and all those other mm -hmm. fillers that we use that absolutely uh, distract from what you're saying. And, but like I told you, at first you would, just like you said, be very aware of it, but after a while it's going to fade away. Yes. And uh, even by the end of the session, we saw that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty cool. So do you recommend saying, saying, um, or, you know, or whatever the little phrases are to as you get your thoughts just go silent just go silent just say be silent for a minute just silence Second. is golden as they say and silence is probably some of the strongest words you can use in public speaking are none right it's just being quiet for a second in normal conversation even like this on the radio a, a simple um or ah every so often is not abnormal and it's not really distracting but when you're getting up and you're presenting for 15 minutes a half hour or an hour and you fill it up with, 
those fillers, it's terribly distracting and people end yep. up not listening to what you're actually saying. Yeah, I would say so too. I was actually recently at a gorgeous wedding, beautiful wedding, and uh, I was watching, see, I just did there. So, and you said I would click. do that. Yeah, click. <laughs> You'll change the channel. No, so I, I was literally listening to the speeches that were given by, you know, the different people that were talking about the bride and the groom. And I, I just watched one of them, and the person, fantastic person, got up there, was so damn nervous. And you told me when you get up there and when you're nervous, the crowd's going to feed off of it. When you get up there and you're confident, the crowd is going to feed off of that, right? Exactly. Exactly. It, and it's funny that you bring up being at a wedding. Yeah. A best man just asked me to help him with his presentation mm. for uh, being the best man at his brother's wedding. And it couldn't have been two hours after he asked me to help him that a father of a bride, different wedding, wow. contacted me and said, can you please help me with my presentation? I wish I would have asked you for two of the weddings that I made speeches at, which completely sucked. I, my speeches were horrible. They're horrible. And it's the same premise whether you're doing a best man or a father I can, speech or doing a presentation in front of a thousand business people. I get incredibly nervous for the person that's nervous when yeah, you get right? up there and you're like, Oh my God, I have goosebumps for that person because it's that embarrassing or that, <laughs> yeah. that nerve wracking. Yeah. And then they say something that, you know, hey, I just said, you know, again. <laughs> but you, they say something that's that's the, the showstopper, <laughs> bad stuff. My, I get like, ooh. Right, look, you feel, you I feel look for I look down on the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like looking behind me. Does anybody say something going about on the right bachelor now? party? Like, oh. Yeah. They insult the bride. You yeah. wonder why yeah, it went yeah. bad. <laughs> Wedding over. This happens all the time. And, you know, we're looking at it because we've uh. all been there with the, the best man or whomever, and they start saying things they shouldn't say. One, they've had a couple of drinks. Two, they're nervous, so yeah. their adrenaline's just flying through their body. And they start saying stuff they shouldn't say. And, and in their heads, they're going, God, I shouldn't be saying this, as they say more of it. And it becomes a nonstop thing. Yeah. It's just verbal, it happens all the time. But unfortunately, everywhere. that also happens on stage or at a business meeting. Oh, my God. I've blown plenty of business meetings, too. It's fantastic. I was fantastic at that. Getting better. Getting a lot better. Yeah, you'll get there. I, I would you'll say that if you practice... And you re you read it through the time before you know while you're preparing for yeah. it, and you, I even read times that I've had to speak publicly. I didn't do the best job. I should have probably retained your services for that. But <laughs> you know, I I felt more confident after you know I even was in my house saying it out loud to myself. Sure, you know, exactly. Just just going over, saying the words, making sure they don't fumble out of my mouth. <laughs> rehearsing is key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rehearsing is key. I have video. And my wife remembers this clearly. When I started the radio program, okay, I have video of myself in my kitchen, you know, like, hi, this is Emilio at the round table. But it is god awful, and I saved it. It is so bad. I might put that on the website. I'm, I might put that on the roundtableradio.com. If you're lucky, it's going to be on there. You might want to check that out. I think out. that's it's a great idea. So bad. But that... That'll go to show how confident you are now in yourself and your abilities and everything else. Mm -hmm. That you can put those outtakes, if you will, those rehearsals, those bloopers. I laugh at myself daily, Peter. It's, <laughs> you should. Yeah. It's, it's just the way life is. But go <laughs> ahead and do that because we all practice. And when we think someone's just getting up there and winging it and look how great they, they are, they're yeah. not winging it. No. They rehearsed at home or in their office, just like you said, in their car, wherever.
Although it's incredibly impressive when someone goes up without either having something to read off of and they just go off the cuff and they do a really great job and or because they practice yeah. so it's much. It's because they practice. Yeah. It's generally not off the cuff. Right. It really isn't. How do, like, somebody has questions or if they want to take part in your training seminars or one-on-ones, how do they reach you? They can just go to PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. All my contact information's there. They can register for workshops right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it's one-to-one workshops or corporate training, we can we can help them out. PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. Wonderful. Peter, thanks for coming on the roundtable. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And, uh, hey, guys, we're going to be right back with the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. Matt, thanks, by the way, for being part of this. You got it. You're the man. All right, stay tuned. We're going to be right back here on News Radio 920. News Radio 920 presents The Roundtable, Real Estate Simplified, with Emilio Despirito, team leader of the Despirito team with Home Smart Professionals. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Thank you for tuning in today on The Roundtable, Real Estate Simplified. This is your show for everything real estate, buying, selling, investing, whatever you decide to do. If you're looking for different avenues to invest your money, real estate might be a key way to do that. So uh, in the studios with us today, we had Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. He had a fantastic segment on VA renovation loans, so veteran renovation loans. You can check out the rimortgageguy.com for more information about that or to get a pre-approval. And uh, we also have Peter George with Peter George Public Speaking. He's a public speaking coach, uh, fantastic at that, I may say, and I actually hired him myself. He's got some different events and workshops uh, that you may be interested in. You want to tell us about those? Be happy to. Thanks so much. You're welcome. The workshops, we have one a month, and they revolve. And one is on actually creating a presentation because a lot of people don't realize that there are actually formats for creating effective presentations. They think you just get up there and speak, and that's not it by any stretch of the imagination. So once creating the presentation, another is delivering it. Mm -hmm. You've got to deliver it well. You have to show the confidence. You have to engage people, connect with them. And then, of course, the third one that we offer is for those people who haven't even gotten that far yet because they're too nervous. If they have a fear of public speaking, we can show them how to really easily get the knowledge of overcoming it. They're not going to leave three hours later and no longer be fearful of public speaking, but they'll know how they can progress and work on that to the point where whether it's on stage, whether it's in a business meeting, or even just presenting to prospects, pitching Mm -hmm. to prospects, they can get over those nerves. Or I'll take that back. They won't get over the nerves. They'll learn how to handle them and work within them. Sure. It's like anything else. Yeah. Most people who speak on stage, even people like Tony Robbins, probably the most prolific speaker of our generation, is nervous before speaking. And Mm -hmm. if he can be nervous, so can we. Didn't you tell me that he jumps on a five-foot trampoline? Yeah, he takes a trampoline with him and he jumps on that to convert his nervous energy into positive energy before he goes out and speaks. That would be a funny sight, being backstage, seeing Tony Robbins, that big behemoth man. He's huge. Yeah, he's like six seven. He's shoulders huge. like a, a refriger- refrigerator. He's yeah, he's huge. a big guy. What a great guy, though. A huge guy jumping on a trampoline. I would laugh. That's awesome. We all do it. I pace back and forth. Yeah. and convert it from nervous energy into positive energy. Just about the time I get on stage to speak, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I squeeze my hands. like yeah. ah, All different ways of doing energy it. Energy out, yeah. Huh, that's funny. So uh, where can they find this events calendar out? 
just go to petergeorgepublicspeaking.com. Okay. And right at the top in the middle, they'll see a link that says workshops. Click on that. It'll give them both the workshops that we have, again, one a month, and events where I'm speaking, whether it's to help with public speaking, like at a chamber, possibly, or something like that, or if I'm speaking at a corporation or other event. That's awesome. PeterGeorgePublicSpeaking.com. You know you should talk with our friend at riblogger.com. You should jump on her website. You can submit events for free. I didn't know that. I'll definitely do that. Well, you, you clearly haven't heard that segment of the show then. I and I did hear it, she, and I didn't pay that close attention to how uh, I could I'm interact. Just, I'm just messing with you, but that was a perfect segue. Thank you for being a part of that into uh, Jennifer Jaber's actually calling in right now. And good morning. Welcome back to the Roundtable, Real Estate Simplified. We've got Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com on air, on the line with us, talking about the top five events here in Rhode Island. Jennifer, thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. What's happening? Well, it's a really exciting time of the year because all the fall festivals are happening. So, sure is. Um, yeah, they're my favorite. So I picked out five to talk about today, but if you go to a recent, our recent blog post, there's a bunch there, too. So... Um, and if we missed any, uh, please submit the events there as well. Nice. But to start, we have on um, Saturday, September 22nd, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., is the Fall Festival at Seven Cedars Farm in Smithfield. Um, the day will feature family fun for all ages, including face painting, bouncy houses, crafters, vendors, food, music, and much more. So um, I have not been to that one, so I intend to go this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the 29th is another favorite fall festival at Spring Hill Sugar House in Richmond. It's a great one. I have been to this one. Um, and it's, again, family fun for all ages. They have antique fire engines, tractors, trucks, and cars. There'll be animals, uh, face painting, and live music from 1 to 3 by Matt Cairns, um, and much, much more. And there's also great stuff for purchase. So, um, And, of course, you can get some maple syrup, which is delicious. Mm. Uh, Saturday, October 6th, is the Bristol State Street Fair and Art Festival from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, State Street in downtown Bristol will come alive with music, and the streets will be lined with local artists, crafters, vendors, all selling their unique goods. Um, it's a free family fun event, so you can come out. It's a great way also to support the local artists of Rhode Island, so attending these events is important you know, to their success as well. Sure. Beautiful down there, too. Yeah, and, and the weekend, I also didn't realize that October 6th is... Uh, Columbus Day weekend, which I feel like mm. it's earlier this year. It's usually like the 10, 11. Yeah, so, it's usually around the 12th, the 10th, the 12th. You're right. Yeah, so so plan ahead because it's the 6th to the 8th, and it's also the 52nd Annual Situate Arts Festival on the Village Green in North Smithfield. Um, it's Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Monday from 10 to 4 p.m. And it's an awesome festival for artwork. I mean, they're juried fine arts, so there's plenty to find the entire have you been to that one no i have not wait 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 the situate art festival you said yeah that's yeah. in did you say north smithfield i thought you said oh, the sorry. Situate art. Yeah, i, I think you said it's in north smithfield. i was i was a little stumped i was yeah, like sorry. when did they when did they change that over yeah no it's on the village green and situate okay I that makes have, more uh, sense I, I may have said that though. i've driven sorry. through it on the way to showings but i've never actually taken the time to go in there it looked really nice yeah, they have um, you know entertainment the entire time, a huge food court, tons of crafts and fine arts. So you can just walk in up and down that street. Uh, I forgot the name of the street, but there's plenty of plenty of stuff to do for all ages. Again, who needs to know the and, name uh, of streets? You got GPS, a GPS everywhere. You know, I don't even know yeah, the right. name of my street. 
I do. I know. Yeah. Seriously, I know. Sometimes it's so it's bad. Like when they re- the problem is that when they um, renumber the exit, and uh, Dury doesn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, it throws everything off. You know, good old yeah. Rhode Island. Yeah. And I have, uh, one more October 6th is the Wakefield Oktoberfest on Main Street. Um, it's the third annual Oktoberfest, and it features a day of live music, street performers, dancing, vendors, original art, uh, kids' games, and they'll do the River Fire that same day. There'll be food and drink and loads of family fun all day long, and that's from 12 p.m. to 11 p.m., so it's pretty much the whole day. Uh, there'll be visits from the big Nazu characters, Paw Patrol characters, Disney princesses, um, and obviously authentic German cuisine and beer as well as special performances. So it's a great day, too, right on Main Street in Wakefield. Nice. That does sound like a good time. And yeah, I went last year. It's pretty great. Yeah. Wakefield's a beautiful place, too. I love those small Main Street areas, East Greenwich, you know, Wakefield, Bristol, Warren, um, you know, God, we're at Westerly. Uh, one socket used to have a gorgeous Main Street, and they're really doing a wonderful job down there at the Stadium Theater, reviving that. You know, Cerro's Stadium Theater. Go down to Chan's. Um, what a what a gorgeous place. The train station down there where you can do the Polar Express. So they're doing a lot of fun, great things down there in One Socket. But um, yeah, what a what if, if I missed? Did I miss any of the towns with Main Streets? I don't know. I don't think so. You did a pretty good job. All right, good stuff. Check it all out at riblogger.com. Thank you very much, Jen. Thanks. Have a great week. You're welcome. You too. Hey, thanks for tuning in today on The Roundtable. Check it all out at theroundtableradio.com. You can message me through the contact section or feel free to call me direct. I'm here to help you out with any real estate needs in Rhode Island. And my team also covers Massachusetts. 401-359-2338. Again, 401-359-2338. A fantastic market right now for sellers. And buyers alike, 401-359-2338. Thank you so much, Peter George, public speaking coach, as well as Christina, our producer, Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, Jennifer Jaber with RhodeIslandBlogger.com. And again, you, our listeners, for keeping us alive here and going for three years, Rhode Island's number one real estate show. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week.